Okay, hi folks. This is opposed to the Matrix. <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be interesting for people that watch. Yeah, they're going to see. It. And anyway, um, hopefully they'll be patient and work through to the till we start talking. Um, so, folks, we were originally supposed to have Ralph Epperson on, and I hope he's okay. You know, he's an older fella, and and I worry about him a lot of times because of his age and stuff. So. Um, be saying a prayer for Ralph Epperson if you're listening live and, um, and, uh, I'll, I'll try to get a hold of him at tonight after we get off the show, he was going to come on and talk about, um, the current state of affairs with what's going on, a lot of QAnon stuff. And, and, uh, <clears throat> after tonight's <laughs> last night's show, um, it would be kind of a, kind of a point counterpoint, um, QAnon things. It would have been very interesting, but you know, things happen and they maybe even thinks that it's next Monday. So who knows? But, um, we'll, we'll cross that bridge after I talk to them, to him. And, uh, anyway, hi, Brian. I'm sorry. Oh, that's, I, it's all right. I'm over here in the corner. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's been a bad boy. He's facing yeah. the corner. <laughs> hi, folks. Hi, everybody. Good to, well, I can't see everybody, but hi, everybody. Um, I don't know about you, but when I was going to school, they made me wear a dunce cap one time when I was, uh, I think it was yeah. first grade or something like that. And uh, so I can totally relate with that. Actually, it made me look like a future clan member. I don't know if they <laughs> realized they were doing that. but um, And this this radio show and both personalities you're, you're seeing here totally oppose the clan, okay? Um, Definitely. Anyway, yeah, for sure. So Ralph not being here kind of threw a loop into things, folks. So um, we're going to just kind of wing it. And uh, we do that so many times anyway. Uh, but uh, we just got an interesting article on um, uh, natural news about Canada. And uh, and I'm going to go ahead and show it. Let's see. I'm just going to show you the, um, the, uh, the title because I think showing you the rest of the article would be kind of difficult. But you can see Canada has fallen. The once free nation is now under UN occupation and global control. It's not? No. Oh, there okay. it is. Now I see it. Okay, yeah. Now uh, you're in occupation and globalist control with no mechanism remaining for peaceful return to democracy. That is really sad. I'm going to get out of that there. Anyway, um, folks, this is what happens when when you're the prime minister of Canada and your actual father is Fidel Castro because your mother likes to sleep around. Okay. And uh, if you've seen pictures of this guy, right, Brian, you've seen him, I'm sure, on the Internet. Mm -hmm. They put a young Castro up right next to a young Trudeau, uh, Justin Trudeau. And they look like they could be uh, almost twin brothers, actually. Um, So there's no doubt in my mind that um, they're related, uh, father and son. And also philosophically and probably also religiously, if there's Mm -hmm. anything there and everything else. So. So Brian, you were mentioning <clears throat> that with all the stuff that's going on in um, in uh, with the truckers and everything in Canada, that it might not be a good idea for us to use that method in this country. You want to explain that a little? Um, it, this, I mean, this may not go over well with my with the listeners and viewers, but um, the Democrats in our country are looking for every opportunity to smear us and make us look bad. Right. They're using the January 6th as an insurrection. It's the first insurrection in American history with no weapons. 
Right. Nobody, nobody, the only people that had weapons were the people that shot that woman, that uh, ex-military uh, officer, that woman in inside the Capitol. She died from one of the security guards, the Capitol Police. Still, yeah. we don't know the name of, and he, he's disappeared. Mm-hmm. But um, they're just, but the reason I say that, folks, here we go. In our country, the mandates are lifting. Even in Southern California here, even though we still have some, they are easing up. So in a lot of the red states in Texas and Florida, as you know, have been have been mandate free for a long time. You know, Georgia, South Carolina, the different different ones. And so the mandates here are going away pretty quickly. They're not right. completely gone, but they're but we're not being restricted. We can drive state to state. I don't think truckers are having an issue going state to state that I know of. If there is, a trucker needs to email um, Dave or myself and let us know that. But um, I haven't heard any issues crossing borders from state to state. Um, I don't know. I'm not a trucker. I'm just going by what I see in the news. But the atmosphere politi- politically in this country is very volatile, uh, obviously. It's been that way for a while. And so if this, and I understand, I totally get it why these truckers are doing it. They're in solidarity with uh, Canada and with other places in the world that are doing this. But if they do this on a country that's already pretty much getting freed up from the vaccine mandates and all these mass mandates, and they start blocking traffic, like in our state, in our nation's capital, it, yeah, it's a protest against Biden. He's a tyrant. Byron's a dictator, totally, 100%. Right. And I, I get that. But from what I heard <clears> tonight, <throat> the truckers in Canada had a mission, and it was to get rid of the mandates, the cross-border vaccine requirements, and, and it was all about the mandates. It was all about the masks and the vaccines. Um, they were very specific. Oh, hey, Dave, I lost you. Um, yeah, hold on a second. Um, says Ralph Epperson joined the show. Okay. <clears throat> Let me see what's going on here. Folks, yeah, give us a yeah. chance, okay, because he it looks like he's got a black screen right now. <laughs> so um, When he comes on, I'd like to finish my thought really quick. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Ralph, you there? Hey, Hello, Ralph. 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 Hmm. You got to set up. If you can hear me, you got to. <clears throat> I can't hear him. No, he's got to set up his sound. He's got to. This is why we were going to start. You know, at quarter till doing yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we might have to put this off till next Monday. So. Yeah. It's it, we're just you know we're midstream and everything on this thought in the whole nine yards. So. Yeah. No, I get it. No, it's. Yeah. So no, I mean well, you and welcome I. Welcome to live TV and live podcasts. Yeah. Right. Right. And Ralph, you know, he's of a generation where they um, they don't understand the internet and electronics that much. And um, yeah, I would have to actually get off of this and get on the line with him. Whoa! Um. So <clears throat> he got off. Okay. <clears throat> All right. What I'm going to do, Brian, is he calls me. I'm just going to tell him that, you know, we started and everything, and we can do it next week. 
Okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll mute myself when I do that. So, all right. Um, but anyway, go ahead. You were in mid thought there. No, yeah. Because I, I, want, I don't want to leave it there. Everybody's going, what? Yeah. If they do this trucker strike and they don't have a specific goal in mind, what I heard tonight, it's about the mandates. It's about, you know, four or five different issues. You know, um, what was one was the mandates, the vaccines. The other one was, I think, um, you know, Ukraine. Another one was something else. And I heard that on uh, Tucker tonight. And so if, and I wasn't Tucker, it was before Tucker. What I'm saying is if they're not really clear on what they're protesting for, they're going to look really foolish. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, why are you protesting? Mm -hmm. And one person says this, the other person says that. There's no unity in them. That's why the Canadian protests and truckers is so powerful. They have one goal in mind, get the mandates off. Right. And and, uh, that's all they wanted. And they wanted the mandates gone. Um, Our truckers, from what I heard, I could be wrong. I heard it. uh, I have to look up the program. It was right before Tucker. I mean, it was actually a couple hours before Tucker. Um, I'm just afraid it'll backfire and the Democrats will use it against us. Like if they go into Washington, D.C. and they block all the streets, I wouldn't put it past um, Biden to call the military and the National Guard to make a big deal about it. Right. He'll make a bigger, just like Trudeau. Trudeau used a sledgehammer to, to put a tack in. Yeah, you know? exactly. And so yeah, that's, I, I think, and, and Biden's watching Trudeau on how he mm-hmm. handles it and he's getting away with it. So yeah. this is actually the way Biden is emboldening Putin. Trudeau is emboldening Biden. Exactly. You lock us down. So exactly. if, if we go into Washington, D.C., and I know it'll be peaceful. I know. Well, these guys, they're not there to make trouble. They just want to get these their mandates gone, all the stuff. I get it. But if they go in there without a clear goal, uh-huh. and they go in there when all the nation, our nation's actually is coming unlocked, as they say, and things are going away quick, it's not, we're not like Canada, then it could be bad. And they could use this against us as another insurrection. The White House is surrounded and, you know, the president's been flown to a secure place. And I mean, I could just hear it now. And then they're just, all they're doing is sitting out in their trucks with the heaters on, Mm -hmm. you know? That's right. And the next thing you know, they're arresting them, throwing them in prison. And they're locking our whole country down and locking all of our accounts down <clears throat> for nothing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm afraid of. Now, if I thought it would work and it was a really good thing to do, I, it's, it's up to them, obviously. But I live in L.A. County and thing, the restrictions here are going away. And I know right. all over the country, the restrictions have gone away a long, long, long time ago. So what are you protesting? If you're going to protest something... Pick something specific, not five different issues. Pick one or two issues. And, right. and even the commentators on Fox News were making fun of it. They're saying this. They don't even know what they're protesting. They, you know, Why are they doing this? This isn't. There's, this could be counterproductive. And, oh, and this, I, I kind of agree with them. So, but I could be off on this because I don't, maybe I don't know all the facts, uh, but I just know what I see on the news, what I read on the internet and the news that I get that you get, you know? So exactly. this, this might be a false flag to start it here. Could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could very well be. You know, I was just looking online while you were talking, Brian, and um, mm-hmm. 
supposedly the, the parliament had a vote on this up in Canada. Yeah. And the parliament voted for it. They voted to, to you know, to give him the power to, to use the Emergencies Act. That's stupid. I can't believe they're so, doing that. Yeah, so they're just as... I was, I was looking to see if there's a tally of who voted for what. Um, there's a... <laughs> looks like India. Um, there's a, a thing that says uh, Singh, I guess he's one of the parliament members, says his party reserves the right to pull its support for the use of the Emergency Act of certain criteria are no longer met okay and i'm looking at different captions here minister of public safety marco mendocino says that the state of emergency is not to be is not to ready to be lifted but all the government agrees it will not stay in place longer than necessary um the thing is that you know i heard today that brian that they're going to go after even though the people have left and they've agreed not to you know snarl traffic and everything anymore that the Canadian government's still going to go after them. Okay. Right. And um, <laughs> that's, this is what dictators and despots do. You know, mm-hmm. they may, they make a promise mm-hmm. and then they, uh, they, they make away or make off with it, you know, and I'm telling you, um, I don't understand why uh, the Canadian uh, military isn't involved in this and maybe, or maybe they will be, you know, maybe they'll realize that uh, there's an insurrection in the government and they'll, they'll come and uh, clean the government out. Um, But then we've heard all along that Trump was going to do that. We've heard that for the last year and a half, you know, that um, Mm -hmm. he's just going to wait until things are bad enough. Then he's going to come in. Well, how much worse do they have to get? Right. um, (laughs) You know, it's, so anyway, um, yeah, it's but the, the article said that there's um, there's actually UN soldiers that are dressing as as Ottawa police officers to uh, to quell this. Inst- well, they, they call it an insurrection to quell this peaceful protest. Let's put it that way. And if that's so, then oh, first of all, why are they calling in the UN? Is it because uh, so many of the regular police have said no, we're not going to do this? And don't forget, Canada has been locked down uh, news-wise longer than our country has. They've yeah. always had they've had a liberal press as long as I can remember. That doesn't that doesn't uh, report everything. So there's a good chance that uh, that's what happened. And yeah. um, but I'm hoping that the military are still loyal to the the Constitution. But you know, it seems to me that. <clears throat> The United States is really the only country that respects its constitution, or the people do, not the government. Um, And and they know that it's important, and they know that things have to be run under the the leadership of the constitution. You got countries like Canada. Um, You got countries like Canada. um, A lot of the countries in Southeast Asia. Some of these countries, like in Africa and, and Asia... It seems like every two years they're having a, some kind of coup or something. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, so their their constitution definitely does not um, dictate the law of the land, so to speak. And uh, and I don't know if Canada has a Supreme Court. I'm not very versed when it comes to their form of government. Mm-hmm. Their parliament totally blows my mind. I just don't understand that. Um, yeah. But... Um, 
So anyway, I think we need to take a watch and wait for at least a week and see what happens there. It could be that maybe some loyalists will just, uh, I mean, loyalists to the people, will take it into their own hands and, and get uh, Trudeau out of office. You know, kind of like Ralph Epperson says, remove him from the census. Um, or that he'll arrest him and put him in jail and then he'll be tried and then that'll happen. But um, they've always been very liberal, very, I don't know. The people in Canada are beautiful. The system up there is a little strange. Um, I I don't understand the socialist medicine. They, you know, it's, oh, yeah, socialism in Canada is great. But that's why they all come to the United States to get their major procedures done, you yeah. know. Um, so it's it's not that great. And, you know, my mother, um, she lives in Florida, so she's got some friends that come down every, every um, winter. They call them snowbirds. And uh, so they come down and she spends a lot of time with them. I won't say their names. They live in Ottawa. And uh, even they'll say that, you know, the, the Canadian health system is, is very strange. You have to wait months in order to be seen for some, some things and stuff. So, uh, you know, for you folks that are out for socialist medicine, um, it's not grass isn't always greener on either side of the hill, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, so be careful what you wish for. You might get it, you know. But, um, yeah, it's it's a good question. Can that happen in this country, Brian? It really is. You know, it's um, I know that the police forces here, you know, we've seen officers quitting. We've seen firefighters quitting. As a matter of fact, they, they had a thing. Um, we live just south of Springfield, Oregon. And they had a thing on the news the other day that they're down, I think, they're down to 40% police, police capacity in Springfield. That's how many police have quit or been let go. Wow, that's a lot. So, well, yeah, and it's a lot, but it was it very smart to get on the air and tell every crook in Oregon that there's only 40% capacity of police, you know? Right. So, but if it's happening in Springfield, which is a very, um, it's more conservative, I should say, than, uh, than Eugene. Eugene's just a carbon copy of Cuba. Um, but if that's the case, then what? What about other cities in um, in the United States, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it appears that, well, I don't know. I don't know what's happening in Canada. I should probably just migrate away from that. But um, <clears throat> so uh, is it possible in this country that if, if the, they thought it was needed? You know, you know, Brian, what's so neat about this country, and I've been studying the Civil War a lot lately, is that up until the Civil War, at least, each state had its own, basically had its own army. They, you know, you had the Army of Virginia, you had the, um, the Army of South Carolina. And when they're talking, they'll say like the, um, the Virginia regulars and the North Carolina regulars and mm-hmm. the South Carolina regulars. And Robert E. Lee, um, I will not vilify that man. I think he was a genius. And, uh, and he cared for his slaves and he, I think he let them go or gave them, well, he had to after the war, but, but, um, he, he respected them, took care of them and he's very misunderstood. But anyway, um, where's I going with this? <laughs> oh yeah. So every state had its own army basically because they were brought up. Uh, if you look back at the revolutionary times, Mm-hmm. Each state was its own entity. Basically, the United States is supposed to be 50 little countries that have joined together under one common umbrella. Okay. Right. 
and agreed to the, uh, to abide by the Constitution. And the federal government is supposed to abide by the Constitution in regards to the states. And the Civil War, a big part of the Civil War was states' rights. Okay. Um, slavery came into it, as a matter of fact, afterwards, because the Union, I think, realized that states' rights was a good argument. And they decided to throw slavery in there, too. I think it would have come in sooner or later. But um, they threw that in as a reason to fight. Um, so anyway, um, and, but the problem we have nowadays is that, uh, for, for instance, um, Virginia Military Academy, back before the Civil War, you know, that's where all the Southerners went. And the Northerners mostly went to uh, West Point, although most of the generals in the Civil War that fought for the South uh, went to West Point. And, mm -hmm. um, and they all knew each other, the North and the South, the generals, they all knew each other. Uh, so um, the problem with, with our country nowadays is that we don't have the states being their own entities and being part of something. The federal government has absorbed everything and made the states basically, I hate to use this term, bastard children of the federal government. And you know how they've done that, you know, they, they, money, oh, we'll give you money for this. We'll give you money for that. You know, and, um, they, they fund the schools and all around the, the country, they fund everything all around the country. The whole, um, healthcare system is funded by the federal government, um, and everything else. And so gradually over, well, let's see, I'd say maybe from the 1870s on, uh, the federal government has been taking things over until we were at where we are today. And that's why a militia is more important now than it ever was, because um, since the, the National Guard, basically, ask all the National Guardsmen that were called up and sent overseas to fight in Iraq and, and Afghanistan. No, they, are, they don't belong to their states. They belong to the federal government. They're an arm of the, uh, the uh, armed services. So the, the militia is basically the people of the, of the cities, towns, and the state where they live. Um, and that argument is, you know, is, is valid, and it's, but it's been my, very much resisted by the federal government and by a lot of liberals who say, no, uh, the militia is not. It's the National Guard. So, um, and I think in Canada, see, Canada, I think, went into, went into socialism probably back in the 80s. You know, that, that's what it started back then. Um, that's... Um, hey, I lost you, Dave. Uh, you'll get me back in a minute. Yeah, I've got a pop-up on my screen and I can't get it off. Can you see my pop-up? Can you see me? Hold on a sec. How, how's now? I can see you. Okay, okay. We're back can, on together. Uh, can you see me? Yeah, no problem. Okay. I got yeah. a pop-up. I can't get it off my screen. It just popped up. <laughs> yeah, Ralph Epperson tried to log in again. And <laughs> you know what? Um, do you have something you could talk about for 10 or 15 minutes while I call? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, hold on a second. I've, I've got a pop-up on my screen, and I can't get it off. Um, uh, it's weird. It just came up. <laughs> and there it goes again. Don't um, you love it? What I know. It I don't know what happened. Does it have something to do with this program? No, I don't think so. It's oh, God. sorry, folks. That went quite the night tonight, aren't we? Um, Let me yeah, try just, something. It. it uh...
it go away? No, it's on my end. Oh, okay. Oh, there. Okay, you switch sides. That's good. Um, yeah. Um, that's so weird. I figure living in California, you should be on the left. Okay, well, I'll just go with that because I, at least I can see myself and it doesn't matter because as long as the people can see me, the audience. Yeah. I'm sure they can. Like you said, it's on your computer. Mm -hmm. And I, can, I don't see it on here. So. Okay, good. If you do, it's the weather and some articles for the news. <laughs> yeah, right. So. Uh, by, by the way, um, mm -hmm. I wanted to say if you people hear a drone in the background, it's not mm -hmm. a drone up in the sky. It's the drone from an electric heater that we have running. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and we have to have it on because it's going to get really cold the next four or five nights. So um, otherwise, I'd be sitting here with icicles forming on my beard. And that's no fun. But anyway, um, getting back to the, the whole thing. Now, Canada, you know, um, was part of the, the Commonwealth. of I think it still is. Part, it's a protectorate of England. Um, there's a word for that. And I guess, I think it's, I guess it's Commonwealth. And, um, and so they've always had England as a mother, so to speak. And when you have a country that's your mother, you have no incentive to strike out on your own and do things on your own. Okay. And I'm really not trying to insult Canadians. If you're listening to this show, I love you guys. I really do. And I feel really bad about what's happening and I'm, I'm praying that things straighten out. But our, the United States, when it was formed, we started out on our own. We, we kicked the British out of here. We started out on our own. Well, theoretically, anyway, <laughs> you can get into the whole banking system. Oh, where'd you go? I think Brian just left us. He didn't like our company. Uh, he'll probably be back in a minute. Um, that's weird. Brian, if you can hear me, you need to come back. Come back, Brian. Okay. Uh, I'll just keep talking. <laughs> this show is getting really interesting tonight. Got Ralph that comes in late. We can't get him on. And then pop-ups happen and the whole nine yards. Uh, so this show must be meant to happen because we're having so many bugs. Um, anyway, folks, um, uh we love the Canadians. We really do. They're our brothers, you know, brothers and sisters. And um, we hope that things get straightened out. But I think in, I don't know, uh, their whole system is almost like it's set up to fail. And I hate to say that, but, you know, look at socialized medicine. That's that's a failure. Okay. And, and you know, you ask the average Canadian how many taxes he, how much taxes he pays every year. I think it's like uh 40%, if I'm not mistaken, of his wages go to support socialized medicine and socialism. Um, so anyway, uh, they're beautiful people and their system's broken. And we need to pray that uh, Yahweh will somehow help them to, to get their system back together. And uh, okay, Brian said... I'm telling you, this is a comedy of errors tonight. It really is. So, 
the thing is with Ralph joining folks is that if he were to join now, Ralph is not very skilled, like I said, with, uh, with electronics. And I would have to take 15 to 20 minutes that, to walk him through everything. That's why we were going to get on early and, uh, and work on this. But um, for some reason, he was not able to get on early. So anyway, uh, yeah, Brian brings up a very interesting point. And I think he's probably rebooting his computer. And, uh, man, I, I, I'm not very good at multitasking. I never have been. And uh, I have to ask Brian if he's coming back home or coming back on. <laughs> Come back on. Come back on. There you go. All right. Okay. So. Uh, last night, I, I did a, a show myself uh, about QAnon and um, some of the inherent problems I see with QAnon, how it's been hijacked by basically two groups, the New Age and the uh, the New uh, new Apostolic uh, Reformation. And uh, hallelujah, Brian's back. Hey, Brian. It was enough. You there? Yeah, I'm here. You there? I can hear you. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I've got you on my tablet. Hold on. Um, okay. Hold on. I got to change. Uh, my okay. my laptop. My laptop froze. Yeah, that ha- you know that happens a lot with these um, these video shows and stuff, and unfortunately. <laughs> but um, I was talking to him about um, you know just buying time till you got back on and. Yeah, um, talking about last night's show, how we talked about QAnon and stuff like that, and yeah. how it, it's been hijacked. Everything's getting hijacked. The Canadian yeah. government's been hijacked. Our government's been hijacked. You know, and uh, yeah. it's just too bad that uh, our government, the hijackers, can't jump out of the back of the plane while it's at thirty thousand feet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Without parachutes. Uh, I know. Right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to probably get my laptop going, but I'm using my tablet right now. So Okay. It's, it's coming in nice and clear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'd be surprised, and maybe you wouldn't be, um, about if you talk to people um, about the state of affairs that's going on. Yeah. Um, I was talking with a lady at Bymar today. I went there to buy water. Our water is kind of tainted here for right now, so we have to do that. But um but anyway, I, I expressed an opinion about um, Governor Brown, and she laughed, and she agreed with me. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I went down to uh, Little Caesar's Pizza the other day to pick up a pizza for us, or for myself, actually. Um, and uh, I had this hat on, and I was talking to the girl that was working behind her. And she goes, by the way, I really like your hat. Huh. And I And I said, Believe me, I said, we are going to prevail. We will prevail against this evil that's come against us. She goes, I sure hope so. And then she started, it was like, it's so tired, this mask. And people come in and I have to ask them to wear a mask. And I don't want to do that. She never asked me. I would have told her no anyway. Yeah. um, Anyway, uh, so yeah. So everybody I talk to is fed up with all this garbage that's going on. and, And I really think that 
Now, here we go with the Trump stuff again. But if Trump were to come back and I would really be happy if he just took back the government by force. Yeah. But I don't know what he's got planned. But anyway, I um, I, w- I would be happy about that. But I think a lot of people would welcome that. There's a lot of people that don't like to speak out because they're scared to speak out. They might lose yeah. their jobs, oh, might lose their mm-hmm. friends. Um, and, uh, or, or that, you know, there's, there's some fear that they have about speaking out, but they would be right there, you know, if, if Trump were to come back and, you know, hopefully he does or somebody like him, like DeSantis or somebody, you know, but, you know, DeSantis didn't run in the last election, so he doesn't have a right to it right now, like, uh, like Trump does. And, um, but it's, you know, you, you watch the liberal press, Brian, I know you've seen this, but. They um they all blame conservatives for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you see them do something and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, but look at Trump did that. Trump did mm-hmm. that. You know, or you guys you guys support Trump, so you're you're at fault for everything, you know. <laughs> uh, it's cloudy out today. That's Trump's fault. <laughs> you know? I There's a I cold front moving in from the polar regions. It's Trump's fault. <laughs> it's like poor guy's a pariah, um, but he's starting to fight back. He uh, he he came on the other day because somebody oh was all that stuff with the um, with the records he brought down to Miralago. Yeah, yeah, from the, from the from the White House supposedly. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and he. The archives told him he could take them, from what I understand. Yeah. And now the, oh, they're coming up with everything, everything you could think of. Oh, there was some sensitive um, sensitive material in there. Well, sensitive isn't secret. It's not top secret. It's not your eyes only. Sensitive right. is sensitive. Okay. Right. But they make it sound like, you know, he was selling secrets off to the Chinese, which is what Biden is doing. Um, by the way, they, um, oh, where was it? They opened up a, in North Dakota, the Chinese are opening up a plant up there. That, North-, uh, North Dakota. That's going to, um, I'm trying to think here. I've got my up, looking up, wondering a look on my face. Um, that somehow it utilizes the, the byproducts of corn to make something. Incidentally, it's within viewing distance of a super, uh, of a super secret U.S. base. Um, that's into decoding and, and, and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, even the commentator said, boy, you know, that's not, that's not coincidental. That's purposeful, you know? And I think Biden is supporting it. You know, of course he is. He's a Chinese plant in this country. Right. Um, dumb cane. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, but, uh, anyway, so, Sure, Canada's got its problems. We have our own too, you know. Yeah, we got a sympath. Uh, oh, oh, who was it the other day? Said that he sympathized uh, uh, with China or that China. Oh, it was Trudeau. Was standing in front of a group of people in Canada, and he said that he admires the Chinese. I saw the that. It's Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, of course, of course, you do. Um, the only thing that he probably insulted was the Cubans because of his father. His father's Cuban. Yeah. You know, so they were probably expecting him to say, I respect the Cubans. I respect Cuba. Mm-hmm. But, um, or Cuba is how it's pronounced Cuba. down there. Yeah. 
But um, anyway, so uh, help me, Brian. I'm trying to think. <laughs> what, what was what was I uh, speaking out before I got cut off? I was speaking, actually. Oh, that's um, right. You were speaking. I was speaking. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, that's all Broke right. memory. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I you know, the, the whole thing, I'll just be really blunt. I don't think things, I think things will, I think we can suppress things. Okay, I'm talking about the New World Order, and it's the deep state of the whole world. Mm -hmm. I'm talking not just the deep state here. The deep state is bigger than United States. It's the whole world. Right. So I think uh, in light of scripture, we can suppress things and maybe get some freedoms back here and there. I, I, don't, I think we can. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to stop the train. If you look at the right. last 40 years, it's progressively gotten more and more restrictive. It's got more and more of our freedoms have gone away just little by little. Now the deep state or whoever you want to call them are emboldened because Biden's in there finally. They wanted Hillary. They wanted to start this a long time ago with before uh, when Trump got in. Sure. But, he, but he, he messed it up. My point is, yeah, we can stop some of this stuff and get some of, a lot of our freedoms back. But the train's going down the track and the train is Jesus is going to return to the earth and set up his kingdom. That's mm -hmm. what's going on. There's two players playing right now, the Lord and Satan. Right. Satan is using these world leaders to try to bring in his king, his Messiah, the Antichrist. Right. And we are fighting. It's not a fight of Democrat, Republican. It's a fight against good and evil. And I'm not even saying, I'm not saying that Democrats are evil. I'm just saying there's a spiritual war going on that's beyond. I'll say it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's some there, there's some good Democrats, but in the left, there's some crazy leftists like AOC and these. Okay, I get that, but mm -hmm. it's a spiritual fight, and it's heating up, and we're seeing that in the physical realm. I believe, and right. so, um, yeah, I think like you know, you know, California, some of these mandates are going away. Oregon, I think it's next month, and so that's good. The states are opening up, but that doesn't mean that these people have given up. Right. It doesn't mean they have given up to try to control us. Here's what they want. They want a few people to run the many people, all the people. Right. And they want to tell us where to live, how to live, what to put in our bodies, what to eat, how to raise our kids, where to raise our kids. They want to tell us everything about it. They want to micromanage our lives. Right. And that's what's happened in the last two years. And I tell you, that's you know whose fault that is? It's our fault. It's the American people for letting these states do this to us. And we didn't stand up earlier. Right. A lot of Americans in America, where we live, Dave, um, are passive. Mm -hmm. they're, they're passive. They just want, they want their coffees or lattes. They want to go to work in their cars. They want to have their vacations and hang out with their kids and their friends on the weekends. That's right. fun. That's great. But it, the reason we got that in the first place is because men and women 200 years ago fought for our country, for our freedom. Right. And we became independent, became our own nation, and we've been fighting to keep it for the last 240 years or so. Mm -hmm. So what's happening now, we're, it, we're, they're attacking our freedoms. 
They want to take our freedoms away because they want to bring in a one world government, a new world order. And the United States is in the way. Right. We are the main per, main nation that's in the way. They can't totally bring it in. They can do Europe. They can do China. They can do Russia and all these different nations. But they can't do it because the freedom-loving people in this country would never allow it. Right. So what they've tried to do is kill us with vaccines, dem uh, decimate our economy, um, decimate our money, uh, our bank accounts. So to break the back of the American people, to break our will, we would just say, you know what, just do whatever you want, just leave me alone. Mm -hmm. I know people who got the vaccine because they wanted to be left alone. They wanted right. to be able to travel. They wanted to be able to do this and that. They didn't want to have to hassle with showing a card or, you know, just sneaking around not being vaccinated, supposedly. Right. Exactly. And so they got vaccinated. And you know what? It didn't do a darn thing. They still had yeah. to get tested. They still had to be vaccinated again and again and again. They still mm -hmm. lost their jobs. So it was a lie. So we got to realize that we are dealing with insane demonic people in high places of power that do not have common sense like most Americans do. They just right. don't. They're incapable of having a common sense thought. And they're and on top of that, they're sociopaths. Right. Our country is being run by narcissistic sociopaths. So mm -hmm. our country is being run by Dexters. If you ever see the, he's a serial. Oh, yeah. He's a total sociopath. And we're being run by Dexters. And, and not all of them are that way, but the ones that make the shots, the call the shots, the ones that can make a difference are are are, are sociopaths. Narcissistic right. e personality don't give a rip about us. They are just in it for power and money and fame or whatever it is. That's right. And so folks, it's time to we we are the last fight on humanity for freedom. Canada is falling. I'm not saying it's falling completely yet, but Trudeau's not going to go down with a fight, um, right. physical or um, in the in the election. Um, he's going to go after his people who are coming against him. He doesn't care if he gets to kill everybody. He doesn't care. Mm -hmm. So we got to realize not everybody's nice, Dave. Not everybody wants to be our friend. And right. so it's time to... Well, it's not time to. A lot of people have been doing it. The convoy up in Canada. The convoy here, I mentioned earlier, I don't think at this point is going to make a big deal because the freedoms, we're getting our freedoms back. I'm talking about the long haul. I'm talking about the long haul. No no pun intended with the truckers out there. <laughs> the <laughs> long haul. Good. <laughs> I'm talking about in the future going on, you know, the next few months to a few years, however it's going to be, it's slowly going to go toward the one world government, the cryptocurrencies. They're going after that now. Um, you know, pretty soon they're going to want to chip you to even buy anything. And that's already happening in European countries where they, yeah, they're man. chipping you and you can't buy unless you scan your hand. That's already happening, folks. This isn't mm -hmm. made up. And that's what's in, the, in uh, Revelation, the mark of the beast. So my point is here. Live like the Lord's going to come tomorrow, but plan like he might not be here for 50 years. Right. So buy food. I'm going to buy more food because 
I was thinking about this today, Dave. Um, if they could take these truckers and they could, what's bad about these, what's happening to these truckers is not just they're getting arrested because a lot of people get arrested and don't lose their houses. Right. A lot of people get arrested and their bank accounts aren't taken from them. Right. They're taking all their money, freezing all their assets, and anybody who gives money to them is seen as a terrorist. Right. So these poor people are going to be starved out, mm -hmm. literally starving in their own homes, or they're going to have to flee Canada to America, like leaving Afghanistan. Right. And so that can happen here. That can happen right. here. And they, they got a taste of blood in the water like sharks through the pandemic. We went along with all their stupid lockdowns. Mm -hmm. And we, had, we they, now, now they got a taste for blood, these, these Democrat governors and these politicians. So they're letting go because it's a election year. That's why they're taking all these away. But let me tell you, after the election, and if some of these governors are still there, like Newsom and uh, Kate Brown, they're going to bring those. They're going to find a way to bring the mandates back in these blue states. You watch, mm -hmm. you watch. So it's time to stock up on food, stock up on ammo, stock up on weapons, uh, have an exit plan, have um, just have family members you can go to in another state or somewhere to get out. Right. Um, and I'm saying that because look what's happening in Canada. They're going after mm -hmm. these truckers that eat, even though they, they left and peacefully, they're going after them. How would you folks out there and, uh, and myself and Dave included, you have, you just got paid, whatever it is you get paid, your checks in the bank, the next day you're going to get up and pay your bills and the money's not there. Right. There's no money. And all your family and friends you call are afraid to give you money. Mm -hmm. And if they give you money, and you spend it and they catch you, they're gonna go after the rest of your family. That's what's happening. And I'm not making this up. I can't believe I'm even talking about this. It, we're living in a real scary time right mm -hmm. now. And so we can overcome this if we stick together. We keep right. um, putting the real news out there, what's really happening, call people out on their junk that's lies. And I'm talking to other people, even on the news, that we think are trustworthy. Call them out, whoever that is. And uh, the, it's, I, you know, I, I, did, I didn't think we would see the real, real bad stuff before the Lord came, but I think we are. I think we're going to see some really weird stuff. And I think the Lord's coming is just right around the corner. I think it's yeah. really it's 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 easily within my lifetime and i i'm 63 so by the other 20 years depending on uh, what happens in our country um he easily he's going to come back with the next 15 to 20 years and the reason i say right. that is because the world is a powder keg and it's about to go nuclear literally mm -hmm. and the scripture says that god saves mankind from itself at in the Battle of Armageddon, it's a horrible battle, obviously. But actually, God's having mercy when he comes back. Because mm -hmm. Revelation 18 and Revelation 19 weren't written, those two chapters. about, And he did not come back. The world is going to destroy themselves at that time. So we right. actually 
saves the world from itself. Mm -hmm. And so that's what's going to happen. That's the future. The future is God's going to save us from ourselves and set up his kingdom. And so things are supposed to happen before that day happens. And they're happening on our TVs right now. Right. Right in front of that's, us. That scripture you're looking for is, um, it says, um, Yeshua says in, um, to John that he's going to come back. Um, oh, how's it go? Um, no flesh would be saved. Uh, for the elect's sake, and I think the electedness is the uh, the Jews in um, you know at the end times. Uh, for the elect's sake, um, time will be shortened because if it wasn't shortened, that no flesh would be saved. Mm -hmm. And there's another passage in the Old Testament. I think it's I don't remember exactly that says that men will be so few upon the earth it will be rare. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I know from the beginning of the tribulation to the middle, I see the first judgments, the seal judgments, I think a quarter of the earth's population dies. By the time it gets to the middle of the tribulation, which is three and a half years, a third to half is gone. So mm -hmm. by the end of the tribulation, basically all who's left are the armies of the East and some armies of the Middle East and a few people you know, scattered about. But I've right. read I've read accounts from Bible scholars that we're at eight billion, I think, right now. I think almost yeah. eight or eight billion. That by the time Battle of Armageddon happens, we're down to two billion. Mm -hmm. So that seems like a lot. But six billion people died. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's six a and a half billion. It's it's not a lot. Maybe a billion's left, but that's not a lot from eight. Mm -hmm. And so that day is not here. And if you're a believer in, in your heart, you know, you have a place in heaven. You have a, a right. home waiting for you. So don't be afraid. We're just mm -hmm. passing through here. This is just temporary. You know, our bodies are temporary and we're going to get new bodies that the Lord's going to give us. So I'm but, looking forward to that. Me too. And he's, he wants us to, I think of I think of uh, Joseph, the Prince of Egypt. Everybody knows the movie. Um, he came. He came to Pharaoh and said, "You need to store up for seven years. Of, of there'll be a plenty for seven, and there'll be a famine for seven. So right now is the time to store up." Right. So I'm, I'm not talking about the seven-year tribulation. I'm talking about just make sure you have a plan. Just make sure. You have mm -hmm. food because I'm not. I used to worry about earthquakes and there's something you know the power goes out and that definitely can happen. It happens all the time. Yeah. But how about when they tell you you can't buy anything if you have no money, no food, and you have no gas and you're stuck? Then what are you going to do? You right. literally got to walk. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to sneak out, or you got to have family members to take care of you if they will. Right. And I'm saying this tonight because it's happening in Canada. And actually, it's happened here. The, the so-called insurrection on January 6th, they arrested people a year and a half ago, and they're still in jail, and some of them, they haven't even been charged with anything. Yeah, that's right. And they took their bank accounts. They took everything. They just, they just threw the book at them for trespassing, mm -hmm. basically trespassing on American property that their taxes paid for. Yeah. 
it's our property. It's not yeah, it's anybody property. else's. Yeah. But you can't say that. You say that, you're an insurrectionist. You can't say you believe in the Constitution or you're a terrorist. Mm-hmm. You can't say you believe in freedom or you're, you know, um, racist. Anti, what's that? You're crazy. A racist. You're a racist. Yeah, yeah. racist. Exactly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So a lot's going on. I just hope people who are watching and listening, and this goes for myself too, buy food. I, the place, I'm not trying to do a commercial here, but I go to PatriotSupply.com. That's where I bought some food. And it tastes really good, and it was sent to me really pretty quickly. And it comes in a big plastic tub, and I think it lasts 20 years or 25 years. Mm-hmm. But um, because I say that, because if you can't buy your food, you got to have something. Right. you got to have something. E- even if you had a, a month's worth or a few weeks, it's enough to get you by to get a game plan. And you're yeah. thinking, this guy's crazy. It's like, no, I'm, I used to think people like me were crazy. <laughs> but, but not anymore. Right. No. God, God gives us, uh, you know, common sense, and we need to use that right now. The church needs to step up. And real quick, um, oh, what's his name? The talk show, radio talk show host, um, Dennis Prager. Mm-hmm. Was it last week? Did a show on, and he mentioned his show on the radio, how the churches, I'm paraphrasing, how the churches in America dropped the ball on COVID. Right. He basically said, what happened to the Christians? What happened to the churches? Why did they lock down? Why didn't they push back? What happened to them? It's a really, if you look it up on his podcast, it was really good, Dave. And here are, he, he went into all the faiths, not just, he went into everybody. And he just said, basically, except for a few churches, the church fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And this very thing, you know, it's weird. It's not weird. I think I've said this many times before. If you want to know the future, look at the past. Exactly. What's happening right at this very moment in history happened right before World War II when Germany was coming to power. Right. Exactly the same thing that happened then is happening right now. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, Poland got invaded by Germany. Right? Right. Well, who knows what's going to happen, but I can tell you right now, Trudeau loves China, as we know. Mm-hmm. And we did a show a few months ago. I don't know what the number is anymore, but a few months ago on the show that you and I did, Dave, the soldiers there's, yeah. there's 200,000 Chinese soldiers on the border of America and Canada spread across all of Canada and America mm-hmm. on the Canadian side. 150,000 troops in China. What Mexico. in the world, or excuse me, in Mexico, yeah. thanks. I'm tired. That's all right. No, what that's in okay. the world are these troops doing there? And they're still there. Mm-hmm. Well, think about it. America is not really mentioned directly in Scripture. It's mentioned, but it's not. The main player is, is Israel mm-hmm. and Russia and these other nations. We, we're there, but we have to be taken out as a superpower, not just militarily, but economically and politically, because the Antichrist has to run the show. America right. can't. Right. So something's going to happen. Those troops aren't there just for vacation. Mm-hmm. You don't send right. almost a quarter million troops or almost <laughs> a half million, really. You don't send that many troops over to a foreign country 
and you've got to house them and feed them every day for nothing. Mm -hmm. Why are they there? They said they were there for military drills. Well, that was a year and a half ago. Right. They're still there. Mm -hmm. So, and Trudeau is a, a freedom hater and he loves China. Mm -hmm. So, the writing's on the wall, folks. It's time to wake up. It's time to vote these people out in the fall. And right. even if you think your vote doesn't count, at least vote and give it a try and see what happens. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, you can't complain if you haven't tried. You know. Um, you know, um, Ryan. There is a. There's a. <clears throat> There's a lot of parallels with uh, what's happening now and what's going to happen during the tribulation, too. Yeah, there is. Yeah. You know, you don't take the shot, you don't eat. You don't take mm -hmm. the mark, you don't eat. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, one of the things I was I was researching, and I have to research into it more, maybe the audience could help with this. Um, it would be awesome if we could work tandem with the audience. Um, it says that uh, in Daniel because Daniel is kind of like the Old Testament revelation. Mm -hmm. it, it explains that um, there's 10 horns, and those 10 horns represent 10 kings. And it says, but the little horn is going to raise up, and he's going to come on a scene, and he's going to subdue three kings. So it seems to suggest that three of those 10 kings are going to go rogue. Okay? They're not going to obey what they're told. Okay? Now, we know nowadays that the nations around the earth have been told by people like Klaus Schwab, you know, you better get in line, you better obey, because mm -hmm. this is going down no matter what. Okay, so the three little horn or the three horns that don't obey and have to be subdued. Now, if you look at getting putting Hal Lindsey off on the shelf somewhere. Um, you know, he used to say that the 10 nations in Revelation and, and even in Daniel are part of the European Union. Well, the European Union isn't going to tell China what to do, and they're not going to tell other people what to do. So it had to be something else. The New World Order has set up 10 regions in the world. Okay. Yeah. One of them is North uh, North America, which is North America, Canada, Mexico. You ever heard of um, that? What was that alliance that we had with them that is went kaput with Trump? Um, the other one is Central America, South America. And, and so have it. But, um, out of the whole continent of Africa, South Africa is its own zone. Okay. And Australia and New Zealand are their own zone. All nations are English speaking nations. Okay. And all nations are fighting the COVID thing right now. The United States is Canada tried and maybe they'll still do something. I don't know. But, um, South Africa, I have, I get some feeds on telegram from South Africa and they're fighting this thing tooth and nail. Good. And and um, and the Australians are waking up and starting to fight it. And I, comparing the Australians with the Canadians, if I was going to fight one of them, I wanted to fight the Canadian because the Australians are brutal when it comes to fighting. You know, they don't take no for an answer. And um, so, could the three nations in Daniel be a, be foreshadowed by the three nations now that are fighting the COVID thing the hardest? And look, uh, Canada used to be part of this this section, you know, we're in right now. Canada has been taken out. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't know what's happening in Mexico, but then they're trying to take the United States out. 
And so what's, if that's the two countries, well, no, it, it would have to be two zones. So that's one, or we're one zone. Um, <coughs> Australia and New Zealand are another zone, and South Africa is its own zone. Okay. So there, there are three entities, basically, the United States, um, South Africa, and Australia that are fighting this thing. But it seems like the, the governments are, are really pressing and almost like they're going to subdue. Okay. Mm -hmm. So is this again a foreshadowing of what's going to happen in, in Revelation? Is is the Almighty Yahweh is he somehow trying to show us that as much as we think that liberty and freedom are the mainstay of our free society right now, that those things could be taken away? You know, um, I don't know. I really don't. But it's, it's awful weird that the coincidences between what's happening right now and in Nazi Germany, like you said. Yeah. And, and also what's going to happen in the future. Uh, and, you know, are those the three frogs? Maybe they're the three frogs that come out of the mouths of the, you know, the uh, the, the false prophet. Um, you know, there's, there's lots of speculations, different ways of who those frogs are. Uh, Jim has a real interesting one. It's communism, uh, Islam, and... Uh, uh, Nazism, and um, that's that's an interesting theory. You should look into that, everybody. But um, no, I think that uh, we're being we're being shown a foreshadow right now. That, and I think that we have a chance, a very last chance, to repent, get on our knees, admit our sins, and tell the Lord we're sorry, beg His forgiveness, and He'll hear from heaven and heal our land. And that could be happening with the three nations I mentioned, but it could happen with the whole world because, you know, they're fighting in Europe. But Europe is always, I hate to say this, almost like always been a lost cause. You know, all the wars have been fought in Europe. Those people have been fighting each other for millennia, you know, and yeah. they're all they're all cousins that are fighting each other. It seems yeah. like it always was with the kings and everything because they were all related and intermarried to one another. And, and now it's now it's divided into West Europe and Eastern Europe are fighting with one another. And, and they're putting poor Ukraine right in the middle, trying to get the Russians to move. Uh, last time I heard the Russians were moving away from that line, but the news isn't saying that, but that's the, the media, the mainstream media that's right. saying that they're not moving, but I've read other reports that said, no, they backed away from the border to kind of ease tensions so is the, is the mainstream media that want us in a war that bad that they're willing to lie about that? Oh, yeah. To get okay. us into a war? It's all about and, money. Yeah, it's about money. And the only way this country ever comes out of inflations and, and, and bad economic times is through war. You know? And it's just, that, what a shameful thing. You know, that war is the only thing that they can think of to bring us out. Well, you know, it has to do with the banks because a lot of the banks fund both sides and you know, and then they place bets and hedge which side's going to win and the whole nine yards, you know. And, I, know. Um, I just realized I have the wrong banner going across the bottom. Um, ignore the banner, folks. Um, but um, so anyway, it's it's just interesting how things are set up. Uh, Klaus Schwab, that guy is evil. He is mm -hmm. one of the most evil people that ever existed on Earth. And I could see him being a foreshadow, if not the real Antichrist. You know, I don't I don't run around looking for who the Antichrist is. You know, 
remember back in the 80s they would take the english names and look at them like it was almost like with a gamatria yeah uh, I remember that. well c- c- computer equaled 666 so you know computers were involved in the end times which i believe they will be um you know and then henry kissinger had 666 in his name yeah know? that's right mm-hmm. but the important thing is to realize that god operates on a hebrew kind of calendar and a hebrew uh, i believe in the hebrew language so if you use a, a real gematria calculator that takes those names and turns them into hebrew and then does the calculations um i think that's more accurate so but back in the 70s and 80s we were all you know looking for anything that would equal 666 you know mm-hmm. we learned a lesson. Now, henry kissinger is on his last legs you know he's he's going to be dying here anytime soon i'm sure because yeah. he's like a million years old and um so I don't know. Um, I don't go around looking for because he won't be revealed until this time, you know. Right. So it's a fruitless endeavor. And uh, anyway, uh, no, yeah, right. So you know, it's um, you know, Yeshua said that um, when he was talking to the Pharisees one time, or maybe it was the disciples. I can't remember, but he said you know, it was the Pharisees. He says when. Um, he uses it a weather weather metaphor, and he says, "You people can discern the weather from the looks of the sky, but you can't discern the signs of the times." And then we have Ecclesiastes chapter one, basically telling us that we're set up to fail when it comes to remembering history. Uh, if you read that passage, it's amazing. It's like that's that's the way God has ordained it for mankind to, to forget about history, so He's constantly failing. Um, and we would fail anyway if he didn't set it up that way. But, um, and then uh, George Santaniana, you know, those who don't, don't remember history are doomed to repeat it. And it's it's just amazing to see that all these things are out there to look at, and to and to and to look at the fruit and bear and what what that tree is bearing, and people are looking at apple trees and going, oh, there's oranges on that tree, or there's no fruit on that tree, yeah. you know. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, look at it closer and and pray that the Lord gives you discernment to tell what's, what the sign of the times are and everything else. And to, I don't know, a lot of people that I've, I've talked to hate history. Oh, that's one of their worst subjects. They never liked oh, I, it. I love history. Oh, me too. It's one of my favorite subjects. It always mm-hmm. has been and it still mm-hmm. is. And um, right, like right now, I'm reading about all the Confederate generals because I wanted to know how they thought, why they did what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and after that, I'll probably go to the Union generals, although I don't know. Um, but I want to know what makes people tick. I want to know battle stack, uh, tactics. I want to know successful tactics that worked and why the why the ones that didn't mm-hmm. work didn't work and stuff like that. And um, my dad always used to use a phrase. He said, a wise man uh, learns from his mistakes, but an even wiser man learns from the mistakes of others. You know, and that, mm-hmm. that means studying, studying other people, studying what yeah, they did, right. what they didn't do and everything else. Watching those, you know, one of the reasons that I, I, I married kind of later in life was that I wanted to take an easy approach and see. Because everybody, when I was younger, at the late teens and early 20s, they jumped into things, you know, they jumped into becoming pastors. They jumped into you know, it was it was like frogs jumping everywhere. It was weird. 
but I wanted to, I wanted to observe the mistakes that other people made. So I didn't make them, you know, that's one of the reasons there's, there's a variety of different reasons. And, um, I don't know. I think I've learned a lot of lessons from that. I hope I did anyway. And, uh, not just, you know, with relationships, but with the way people act at work, what they do and, um, and things like that. And hopefully it's made me wiser to it where I've led a, a, a more secure life because of what I've learned. And I think that a lot of people should do that. Learn from the mistakes of others. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but you know, when you're young, you want to just, your whole life is in front of you. Let's go out and do this. Let's go out and do that. Live the good life. Don't on yards. And there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Okay. But, um, I don't know. I think I'm built a little different than everybody else anyway, or a lot of other people, I should say. You and I, Brian, are a lot alike, actually. Yeah, we are. We know yeah. we, we know that. And um, so uh, anyway, it's. I think it's important to to look at what's happening in Canada, look what's happening in Europe, and engage what people are doing, if it's right or wrong. Engage what the truckers did up in Canada. Um, but know that if you act like that, you, you're going to incur the, you're going to poke the bear. That's a good phrase. And uh, when you poke the bear, the bear is going to take a couple of pokes, but then all of a sudden the bear is going to wake up and the bear is going to come after you. And if it's a grizzly, it's going to chase you down until it gets, kills you. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> but, uh, um, so I think that um, we, we need to examine what we do before we do it. And, I'm proud of what the truckers did in Canada. I know you are too. And um, because they were willing to make that sacrifice, they knew what the Canadian government's like. They know what Trudeau's like, but they decided to do it anyway. You know, they, and it was just like the founding fathers of the U S here. You know, they knew they were going up against England. England was a very powerful, Mm -hmm. was the most powerful country at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of them had their houses burned down. They had their fortunes taken away from them. They had their land seized and everything else. You don't hear about those things. You always hear about, oh, Ben Franklin and, uh, you know, Al- Alexander Hamilton. I think that was a little after that time. But um, so anyway, it's jump into this if you want to, but jump in, know what the consequences are going to be. You know, um, yeah, you may have to sit in jail for a while. You may have to eat bread and drink water. Um, I happen to like bread, so that wouldn't hurt. Yeah, me either. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, just. But know that what you're doing is is doing not just for yourself, not just for your family. I know all of those truckers probably thought, yeah, they're doing it for their livelihoods and but they were doing it for all of Canada. OK. And man, they have my respect for doing that. And if that comes to the time when we have to do something like that, realize you're not just doing it for your family or yourself, but you're doing it for your neighbors down the street, Mm -hmm. your neighbors up in the next city, down, down to the next city, the whole state, you're doing it for the whole country. And, um, and hopefully what we do, we do for the Lord too. You know, Um, I think that civil disobedience is very important. And it's a necessary thing, but you have to draw the line between civil disobedience and, and, um, insurrection, you know, uh, there, and there is a line there. There really is, mm-hmm. uh, the, the people that were up in Portland breaking windows and burning buildings down, that's insurrection. 
the people that were up in Canada just sitting there blowing their horns and stuff like that, that, that was, uh, well, probably it wasn't civil disobedience until they made it illegal for them to be there. And then yeah. it became civil disobedience. So before yeah. that, it was just a peaceful protest. And, you know, if Trudeau would have just left them alone for another week, if they probably would have went away, you know, and, um, or, or the government would have got smart and said, you know, maybe we ought to listen to their demands, uh, at least meet with them and see what happens. Maybe we can mm -hmm. come to a mutual understanding. You know, you guys go away and we'll work on this, you know. But um, it didn't turn out that way, unfortunately. The government overreacted and uh, in a tyrannical way. And uh, I don't know. There's a special place in hell for people like Trudeau. Yeah. There really is. And um, fortunately, you and I won't have to see it. Yeah. But, um, we can imagine what it would be like. So, mm -hmm. Anyway, Brian, you know, you let's let's change the subject a little bit. You, um, um, mm -hmm. Go ahead, unless you want to have more. No, I just want to add a little bit. Um, actually, the place in hell is right next to Hitler, just so you know. Um, yeah, right. But they had a guy on uh, Glenn Beck today on the radio. He, he was a caller. And Glenn Beck's been doing his show for 20, 25 years. He said he's only had two or three callers like this in his whole career. Mm -hmm. And the guy was a trucker from the United States. <clears throat> and he was, he's, he makes a good living. He lives paycheck to paycheck. He has his own truck. He drives, been driving for 30 years. And he goes, I'm in a turmoil. And he, oh, and he says, and he also said, I'm a born again believer. And so is my wife. Mm -hmm. And he goes, we have a decision to make. And Glenn goes, what is? He goes, I'm torn. I see what's happening to America. And I see what's going on in Canada with the truckers. And I'm debating that I might have to join this truckers convoy to make a statement in America. Mm -hmm. And Glenn goes, why? He goes, because... And this this is what this is what the truckers who are organizing in America need to take this guy's advice. He goes, I'm not. This isn't about mandates. This is about freedom. Right. That's really what this is about. It's about freedom. And I feel like if I don't do something, then my children aren't going to grow up in the same country I did, and that would happen very soon. Right. And we and then Glenn Beck goes, well, you guys are actually the first on. He goes, first, it was the firefighters and nurses losing their jobs for the vaccine. Now it's the truckers. Mm -hmm. And he goes, you guys are in the front line. You're the first to go out and fight this. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, but I feel like I'm going to have to do it. He goes, but I can lose my house. I can lose my career. Uh, I can lose my life. And all this could be gone in a week and he said right. but I just want to speak to America I think I'm paraphrasing here a little bit too much but he said we all need to wake up and do something right away mm -hmm. if it's going into a store and this is me going into a store without a mask on then you do that right. if you live in a city where they still have masks and you go into the store don't wear your mask all they can do mm -hmm. is tell you to put the mask on or kick you out of the store Right. But if enough people do that, if enough people had done this, the the pandemic, whatever you want to call this thing, would have ended a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So I just want to bring That's that up. Right. Um, 
It was on today's show with Glenn Beck. You guys, if you have YouTube, you should YouTube it. It's really good. I was like, wow, this guy, this guy's amazing. Yeah. He's a trucker. Yeah. So, yeah. American. You know, so, so many people think that truckers are people that couldn't do anything else in life, you know? Um, you know, kind of like a laborer or something like that, you know? It's a hard and, job. It's a hard yeah, job. Yeah, it's a hard job. Uh, I have a friend, uh, haven't seen him for a long time, and he was, he came up to me. He goes, oh, you're so smart. You can read. Uh, you, you can write. You know how to compose letters and, and everything else. And I said, yeah, but are you calling yourself stupid? He goes, well, yeah, I am kind of. You know, I'm not that smart. And I went, I'll tell you what. I said, I could try a thousand times to back that big rig into that little spot that you got to put that into. I says, I could, I could never do it. I no. would never be able to do it. So we're all smart in areas of life that other people aren't smart in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, of course he felt better about himself after that, but yeah, no, I, I know truckers that are smart as a whip. I have another friend that drove truck until he retired. Yeah. Um, very, very smart. He was the Sergeant in the army or the uh, air force. Excuse me. <laughs> if you watch this, Mike, I didn't mean to make that mistake. Um, and, uh, smart as a whip really. And, and, and others, you know, uh, for some reason, the truckers have taken on the persona or been, been assigned the persona, I should say, they haven't taken it on of being stupid rednecks, you know, maybe it had mm -hmm. to do with those Smokey and the Bandit movies or something like that, you know, Yeah. but no, no, some of the They're smartest not, people no. I know. And you know what makes them smart too? Um, it's a hard job, but if you get the right job trucking, it's a very easy job because you're just delivering trailers and then pulling out and delivering something else. And then it's a lot of truckers to tell you, except for the garbage they have to pull up, put up with on the road, you know, with other drivers and stuff that would drive me crazy. Um, but, uh, no, it's, um, a lot of them will tell you, you know, I, I mean, look at all the, the guys that they get together with their wives, you know, um, they're close to retirement and the husband drives and the wife joins them and they go all over the country together, you know, dropping off loads, picking up other loads and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of couples do that. And man, that mm -hmm. would be, that would be awesome actually. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but, um, you know, so truckers, we know that you guys are a very intelligent group of guys. Okay. Yeah. Very patriotic. You're, you're the man on the street. You're the, you know, you're the average Joe American that, well, as far as I'm concerned, you're above average, but the, you're considered like the average Joe American whose opinion counts. And we care about your opinions and we care about your lives. So, um, yeah. yeah, like Brian, Brian said, you know, if you have the Lord, pray about it, of course, you know, but um, it's, you got to follow your conscience. And, mm -hmm. and I can understand the conflict in that, in that guy, you know, um, you know, I, I might lose my house. And then, you know, when you think about losing your house, you think about losing your wife, because a lot of times that happens. You know, the husband is out of work for a while and the wife takes off or the wife's out of work and the husband takes off. You know, it's um, so, you know, there's that concern, too. I'm sure he didn't mention that. But um, so, yeah, it would be a really hard decision to have to make. But, um, you know, God never promised us a rose garden 
here on no. Earth. As a matter of fact, he said life was going to be hard right. and difficult, and, and we're going to suffer persecution, and because we're striving for righteousness, and that's what this world does not strive for. It strives for the easy way out, the sinful way out. And when you try to take the righteous road, you're always going to meet opposition. You're always going to meet troubles. Um, people are going to single you out to try to take you out. And uh, you have a target practice um, painted on your back, basically, and yeah. on top of your head, too, for that matter. Um, so walking the Christian walk isn't easy. Uh, being a believer in Yeshua is very difficult. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's it's not for lightweights. It really isn't. And it's not a crutch. I've heard that so many times. Oh, religion is just a crutch. You know, yeah. well, Try it. If, if, if it is, <laughs> if it is, I'm glad I have a crutch because, yeah. you know, I, I, I'll be able to make it to the end instead of having a broken leg and, yeah. and having to crawl there, <laughs> you know. Um, so anyway. Hey, what, what were you going to say before I interrupted you? You were going to go on to another topic. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um I was going to ask you, you know, because you live on that hill and you overlook the ocean and everything, and you've known, you've said several times that you've seen some strange stuff out there, and I was just going to ask you if you've seen anything else. No, I just see stuff all the time. You see, uh, um, there's a lot of activity down here, especially at night. Mm -hmm. So you, you can see satellites. You can tell what they are. But I live about, let's see, 30 miles south of LAX, maybe 35 miles as the crow flies. But on the right. on the coast, right on the coast, and so we can see the jets taking off to the north because the lights, you know, on the jets. Mm -hmm. But about a few miles out in the water, over the ocean, um, there's almost every night there's these light. They might be drones, but they're lights in the sky, like in a pattern, like formation, mm -hmm. and they just sit there, and then all of a sudden they'll move. Left, right, up, or down. They do this all the time. It could be drones, but I've seen objects just gotten used to seeing them. I see them go across at night, and all of a sudden they're going across like a plane, but you can't hear them. It'll make there's no noise. They're a couple of miles away, and then they just stop immediately, like they're flying on, and they literally stop. Huh. What does that? I mean, they stop like on a dime. And then they yeah, sit there, and then they go up, and they go down, they go left, and they go right, and then they're gone. Huh. So, By gone, do you mean they disappear, or they just take off real fast? They're just, yeah, they just take off really fast. And so, but they're all over the place. They literally are. I've never seen so many. I've gotten huh. used to seeing them, Dave. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, there's another I wave at them. <laughs> and they're, they're either, they're either, our stuff that we that we are using America or the mm -hmm. you know what we talked about the Nephilim you know yeah I think and we talked about this many times but I think there's several categories there's high tech stuff that America has I think right. the the uh, triangle uh, craft I think is ours right the one you know the black one um, and then there's stuff that's made by um, I don't. I don't want to say ETs because there's there's no ETs, but there's Nephilim, fallen angels that have taken the form of whatever have made right. these crafts, and then you have demonic 
beings that make you think you're seeing something like orbs. Yeah. Like lights, like a lot of these, uh, you can go on, uh, what's it called? Secure team. I'll put a, a plug out for him. Tyler, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, he does, he has all this on his, he has hundreds of videos on this. And I think some of the orbs where you see the lights in the sky, they're just like the lights. I think those are demonic. I think those are just, because I've, we've, I've seen that in my own house years ago. Oh yeah. Like that, you know? Uh-huh. So I, I actually remember one time we're getting off subject here, but uh, my sister and I and, and Barb, we went to um, Hearst Castle and um, I took pictures of inside the Hearst Castle and I got the pictures back. All these lights and orbs and things were everywhere in the house. Huh. Everywhere. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. That, that house is filled with stuff. And yeah. um, and so there's three categories. There's demonic, there's man-made, and there's Nephilim, um, hybrid uh, humans or hybrid creatures that built these things. As we know, we've talked about, I'm trying not to go too deep because it would lead us to something else, but I think that's what we're seeing most of the time or almost right. all the time. But there's a lot of activity down here. We right. have a couple of Air Force bases. Um, you know, the Catalina Islands are right off the coast here. I didn't know it, but we talked about this. The water off the coast here in California between Catalina and San Pedro or Long Beach uh, is 2,000 feet deep. Yeah. Holy smoke. I didn't, you know, I looked, you know, we talked about this. And if you go on Google Earth, um, some of the ocean bottom along the coast of California is pixelated out. You can't see it. Right. Especially right. in Pedro Long Beach and that area in there. Mm-hmm. It's all pixelated out underneath the water, underneath the, the ocean floor. You can't see it. But you right. can see the ocean floor out in the middle of the Pacific, but you can't see it along the coast of California. Mm-hmm. So well, there's that there's that one thing out off of Long Beach. It's like looks like a gigantic building underwater that's covered with sand. Yeah, and it's square. It's perfectly square with ninety degree angles. Right. I don't think that happens in nature very often, except no, for maybe I don't think formation. so. Yeah, it was <laughs> well, Remember that time? Um, it was last summer. Uh, I think it was last summer. I was doing the Google Earth and looking at the ocean floor off of Catalina Island, mm-hmm. and I had hardly ever done that before, but I did it this day. And there was this object. Um, you can see oil rigs, okay? The Google Earth will actually show you oil rigs. Right. And you can see them, and they light up. They're like, you can tell the oil rigs are little lights that look like an oil rig. But mm-hmm. off the coast of Catalina, I'm not sure how far, a few miles, there was this white object that was large sitting under the water on top of a hill in the water. Because, mm-hmm. you, you know, as you know, you can see the terrain of the ocean with the Google Earth, right? Right. And on top of this hill, large hill, under the water was this large object, and it had a and it was man-made, and it had wings and a dorsal fin like a jet fighter's got the dorsal fin in the back like an F-16, right? And it looked like a large type of aircraft sitting on top of this hill, and it took the whole top of the hill. Yeah, I believe and it. And I saw it. Yeah. And then uh, it, it showed up on my screen as white, but you could see the outline of it. Mm. And, I, and I think I told you about this. I should have taken a screenshot, but I went back the next day and it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But this place around here has a lot of activity. There's always something going on around here. Right, right. You know? 
Yeah, it's it's interesting because I looked there too after you told me about that. Yeah, that's where I saw that square building. And uh, but there was one shot that I took. I've got a picture of it somewhere. And it was out in the middle of nowhere, and it looked like it was on a hill, like you were mentioning. It was in the same general area, you know, within the so many yeah. square miles of where you saw your thing. And it was round, and I, you know, it was round. I could from the top, it looked round, but yeah. it almost almost looked dish shaped. And it was right. just it was black, black is jet black, and it was sitting down at the bottom, you know. Right. And I'm like, yeah. But um, another place I looked, and you see a lot of that stuff, is you look at Google Earth and you go to the um, Bahamas. Yeah. Off of Florida there. Because mm-hmm. there's a lab there that does weird things, but they have a, it's supposed to be a marine lab, but they have, uh, they've dredged out, almost looks like a ramp underwater, and it just goes yeah. deeper and deeper and deeper yeah. until it hits that abyss and then goes down. Um, I was looking there one day and I see this um, little uh, shining thing in the water uh, you know you could tell it was underwater and it was a light yeah and it was during the daytime too yeah yeah and i took a picture oh, of it okay. you kind of froze there for a minute but it's okay oh, okay <laughs> hey real quick can yeah. you check the chat for a minute oh yeah there's wow there's some people in there forgive me folks i always do that Okay, let's see. Let's see. Okay, somebody needs an answer for something. Yeah. I need both of your answers. See the very top? It says, uh, see what it says? Lennon. No, above that. All the way. Oh, I got got to scroll up. (laughs) You ever done crack? That's for me. No, I have not. (laughs) United States isn't real. You know, Ralph Emerson would agree with you on that, actually. Um, If he was here, because the United States is a a corporation Mm -hmm. um, as it exists right now. And um, it's all according to the way it's spelled. You see the right Jackson is right about that. Uh, Let's see. John Paul Lennon. It's funny because it, it starts at the bottom and works up. So, um, you know, I'm going to let you off the hook, PM or JL. I don't know. Oh, what's he asking? I don't understand it. I think he's trying to get the answers from um, from these other people. Um, John or Paul has to do with the Beatles. They do believe because up he was Paul McCartney and John Lennon. Because I need both of your answers, ASAP, Hope or uh, Maybe you, uh, we were talking about the Apostle Paul earlier. I'm not sure what he's asking. I'm not yeah, sure. I don't know. He comes, the harvest comes up with a lot of interesting stuff. You know, if, you know what I mean? I'm trying to be nice here. Um, yeah. It's almost, he's almost like a, um, uh, a troll, but not quite. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what he wants. That's why I didn't. Yeah, and, and bear in mind that this comes from, uh, for the most part, it comes from uh, Twitch. Oh, yeah, is, right. Yeah, Those which is, uh, yeah. yeah, they're they're usually people that game, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I know a lot of gamers. I'm, no, I'm I do personally. too, yeah, that's cool. I, I personally don't like it myself, but, um, yeah. but uh, sometimes... Uh, 
they go out on the fringe a little bit. So uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Yeah. So anyway, in the, in the Bahamas is the same way. Mm -hmm. And um, and there's some really weird stuff. Like there's a group of islands, and I can't remember the name of them. Right? They're kind of east of North New Zealand. And um, if you look at the main island there, there's actually a the tree the groves of trees that are there have been cut into almost looks like a language. It's not a, a human language, but it looks like a language. And then there's one grove of trees that's a gigantic arrow that goes down like this. And, you know, you got the point, and then it points to this one little odd-looking building right there. And it just so happens to be directly on the other side of the earth from CERN. And and I'm like, okay, well, is there, a, a like, a counterbalance anti-CERN there, you know, to where if they're going to try? My theory has always been that they're going to try to right the earth to, to 90 degrees, or, you know, zero degrees, I should say. Right. Um, like it was before the flood. No. And um, so if they were to do that with one and, and it went too far one way or the other, it could mess things up. Well, they'll mess things up anyway. But uh, but if they have a counterbalance down there where they can have it running where they're doing this, they can fine tune mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And, and also they're building one. Um, the Chinese are going to build one. I think it's 200 times the size of CERN. Wow. Yeah. Wait a and, uh, CERN is 17 miles. Yeah. It's so, going to be. Well, it's, I, mean, uh, I probably got. I probably got that figure wrong. But, but maybe yeah. it's two hundred times more powerful or something. Yeah, yeah. But, but still, um, and, that, and that is, um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's close to on the same latitude as CERN, and on the other side of the Earth from there, is um, a little area in South America, just uh, right on the coast of the east coast of. Argentina, if I'm not mistaken, or Brazil, I can't remember. So I was in this whole thing one time. It's like, okay, so is there another CERN there? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you have four of them and they kind of, you know, you got to. They work up each other. Yeah. You know, they would kind of really fine tune everything if you had to. But um, anyway, well, that remains to be seen. But if they want to make the earth to what, what it was before the days of Noah or during the days of Noah, you know, it probably was at zero degrees because there was the same temperature all over the earth. And, mm -hmm. you know, except there's no dome over the earth right now mm -hmm. um, to protect us from the, the rays of the sun and everything. But um, that's a really neat study, studying what the earth was like before the flood. It, mm -hmm. was, uh, it was amazing. And uh, when Jonathan Gray's on. I, I know, like I really like him. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to tell the story. So I've got an invitation, folks, out to Jonathan Gray. If you've ever heard of him, he's kind of like an archaeologist that finds weird stuff or out of place stuff, maybe is a better way to put it. And um, he talks about tunnels that go from continent to continent. Um, the whole nine yards, the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, the tablet, the tablets, the, the cell phone tablets. Yeah, that tablet that they found um, in, in Russia, it was. And they started messing with frequencies in the lab next door, and this thing turned on. And basically, according to Jonathan, it was uh, the records that were uh, that were placed there by one of the descendants of Cain. And it talks about how the earth was back then, and how the forests are receding, and uh, and how this this guy named Adam and his relatives are trying to convince everybody that they need to come to God. 
but you know they don't believe that they've had their own religion and stuff like that so it's kind of like now yeah exactly talk about the days <laughs> of noah right <laughs> haven't changed haven't changed yeah, yeah. And ecclesiastes chapter one yeah. again <laughs> you know that um a lot of times in um i think it's uh, leviticus there's several places in the Bible where it talks about um, not going back to the ways of the ancient ones. Um, and that's why the, my theory is that's why God is so strict on some things that are, that he's strict on, mm -hmm. you know, um, um, prostitution, uh, homosexuality and stuff like that. You know, it's like, he doesn't want us, want society or he didn't want back then it was Judaism or, uh, the sons of Israel, I should say, to go into all the stuff that they were into before the flood and the stuff that was being practiced in Canaan at the time, too. So, interesting. Yeah, really interesting. Yeah. It, nothing's new under the sun. Yep. Just like it was Yeah. It's really amazing. It really is. But, um, um, I sent a... Um, a letter out to our com, uh, contact, I almost said comrade, our, our contact, <laughs> I must be tired, our yeah. contact in Israel yeah, about being on next Sunday, and I haven't heard back yet, so. Okay, well, let me know. Yeah. It'd be in the morning, right? Nine o'clock in the morning here? Yeah, nine o'clock Sunday morning here, Pacific time, which would be seven o'clock at night there. So, okay. by the way, um, when we were there in 2013, we had a couple of UFOs we saw. Um, it was a night that Joe, uh, Josh and I were doing a show from Israel. And boy, that didn't turn out good because of the everything's made of stone there. So in those buildings, everything echoes, you know. Right. It's like being in a giant echo chamber. Mm -hmm. And uh, between that and we had bad connections and stuff like that, it didn't turn out very well. But. Um, we heard some commotion because we were, we stayed in an apartment there that belonged to Americans that were visiting the United States at the time. So we got to stay there for free. It was really nice. Wow. Um, so uh, we were doing a show in that apartment and, you know, Josh's Julius was right next door. And so, um, you know, we heard some commotion out on the patio. So Josh went out there. It was David, get out here. There's UFO out here. And um, what they saw was a white light that just came straight across and then went down into a grove of trees. Yeah. By, the time I, by the time I got out there, there was a red light coming across, solid red light, not blinking, that went right across the sky and then went down into the same grove of trees. Um, it was wow. bizarre, 2013. Wow. So, yeah, UFOs are alive and well. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> You know, uh, <laughs> uh, Brian, um, do you want to, you look tired. I'm tired. I, I, I got up at four yeah. o'clock this morning. So, oh man. Yeah. You got to do the same tomorrow. No, tomorrow's uh, six o'clock. Oh, wow. Two extra hours. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you blessed? Wow. <laughs> Get up at the crack of noon every day. <laughs> Guilty. Yeah. Um, so if you want to, we can we can go ahead and finish up the show. We've been on for an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah, I mean, um, we've covered a lot. Um, covered, the, well, the, 
the truckers up in uh, Canada, the protests. Right. Uh, the Ukraine thing. I'm so sick. Of, you know, I've been hearing every day. Oh, they're going to invade today. They're about to invade tomorrow. I yeah. heard explosions. We heard this. I, I, it's like a listening to the Super Bowl. It's like hearing yeah. a play-by-play of okay, the quarterback's going to fake it. You know, I mean, I've never heard a war or conflict reported like this before. This mm-hmm. is weird. How the reporting. Right. You know, exactly. And I I think I, I don't know what to think. I just know that because they keep okay. They say that gas prices are going to go up really high if they get invade. And I started thinking, why we don't get our oil from Ukraine? It's just another we, excuse. We don't get our oil from Russia. We don't get our oil from Ukraine. So right. why would the oil go up? Mm-hmm. I could tell you right now, the the media can go on there and say. What could they say? Um, silver is going to be a five hundred dollars an ounce by the end of the month, and you know what right. happened? Silver, silver be goes up by the end of the month. Yeah, it's people brought like prophecy. prophecy. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. self-fulfilling prophecy, and that's what's going on with the media. The media is fueling a lot of this. You know what? When you think about it, all the pandemic stuff, all the trucker stuff that's going on in Canada, all the protests last summer with BLM. Mm-hmm. It was all media driven. If right. the media wasn't out on the streets reporting it, those Black Lives Matter never would have been out there. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, all this fear mongering about the vaccines are still doing that here. Take the vaccine. It's really effective. It'll keep you safe. As as yeah. my best, my childhood best friend died from it. And then, you know, the woman that we know died from it. And right. other people I know at work have gotten sick from it. But take it. It's totally yeah. safe. Yeah. You know, nothing to see here is the burning building in the background, you know? <laughs> yeah, I so, know. It's true. Yeah, it's it, just um, the media is a, has really hurt um, people. Yeah. They've done more harm, the media is reporting, mm-hmm. than all the stuff that we've been seeing going on. Yeah. Well, do you remember um, a few, oh, quite a few years ago, it was back when Reagan, I think, was president. Yeah, or somebody, and they went into Somalia. Remember that? Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the Marines went into. Somalia. They got to Somalia, and Geraldo Rivera, I think it was Geraldo Rivera, was on the beach with the camera crew. Filming. Was it small? Was it gr- Grenada? Not Grenada. Was it? Uh, um, it was Somalia, right? Yeah, it was it Somalia. Was... Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and I'm like, first of all, that's a traitorous act because you're giving away the position of the Americans as their. Oh yeah, I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah, and it's like. No, no correction whatsoever. Yeah, you got a little bad press over it, but normally, you know, somebody like that should lose their job and maybe go to jail. Wasn't that the Iraq War, the first one, where he, where Ronaldo, Geraldo Rivera's out there in the desert, and he he makes a little map in the sand. He goes, "Okay, we're here. The American troops are over here, and the Iraqi yeah, troops are over here." Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, "Are you an idiot?" Yeah. It's, <laughs> I know, I know. It's like... And nothing happened to him hardly. Uh huh. You know, well, this has been happening for a long time. Because remember, um, yeah, uh, back when Patton was uh, going through Europe. No, it wasn't Europe. I think he was going into Sicily at the time. Yeah, it wasn't North Africa. It had to be Sicily. Yeah, and um, he slapped that soldier, and. Boy, the press found out about that. Boy, did they have a heyday with him. 
Yeah, they did. Um, he, had to, he had to apologize in public about that and the whole nine yards, and it didn't sit good in his mouth either. Um, you know, back way back when, when armies were real armies, guy was like that. It was cowardice. They took him out and shot him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I don't know. And then wrote, wrote his family and said, well, he was killed in action. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, it was action. I know. Uh, but, um, yeah, the press has done more to harm this country than ever. I remember totally... um, Remember how they demoralized uh, the Vietnam War? Um, Walter Cronkite, everybody, oh, Walter Cronkite was like the news god walking on earth, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, during that time, I remember every day he was on, another 57 Americans were killed in Vietnam today. You know, what does that do? To, it, it demoralizes the public because they yeah. think it's their kids. It's on purpose. You know, yeah, it's on purpose. And, well, there's a COVID count. Everybody, every day there was a COVID death count every single day. Yeah. And then they stopped it finally but because it wasn't working anymore. People were tired right. of hearing it. Exactly, you know. But um, yeah, it's just it's crazy that and they're and they're allowed to get away with it all because yeah. of the First Amendment. Yeah. But the second part of the First Amendment that guarantees the separation, not separation, but freedom of religion, is you know they're trying to do away with that. Oh yeah. You know. So it's. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. So they need well, to revise the First Amendment. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I think we'll call it a night. I'm tired. Sorry, Dave. Okay. No, that's okay. I, I kind of thought so. It kind of shows up in your eyes. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, they're closed. <laughs> Just <Yeah. kidding. laughs> uh, Anyway, folks, um, we've really enjoyed being here tonight. It's a shame that it didn't work out with Ralph, and I'm going to have to call yeah. him right when I get off the air here. But um, it's um, we'll, we'll schedule it for some other time. Mm-hmm. And um, if, if he still wants to come on. But um, anyway, uh, we'll see about this coming Sunday. Um, we may be on Sunday night or Sunday morning with um, our contact over in Israel. Mm-hmm. And right. he'll tell us what's really going on there. Not what the yeah. press says. Not what the, other, the, uh, the, um, the, the conservative press is guessing. But what's really going on in Israel. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so uh, that having been said, um, Brian, good night. Thank you for a wonderful good show. Night, good night, audience. Good night, audience. Thank you for being so wonderful and and tuning in and listening to his two old guys. To, well, I'm, I'm old. He's young. <laughs> he doesn't have a gray hair yet. So. <laughs> oh, I've got gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, oh, folks, yeah. uh, have a have a, a great uh, week, and uh, we'll probably see you before Monday before Monday. So, um, God bless. Good night. Good night guys. Good night.